Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer of the Giant Insider, Chris Bizignano. And Chris, some uh, news broke today. Uh, Beckham's quad, uh, when he was interviewed, said, uh, you know, he wasn't very technical or medical about it, but he said blank ain't right <laughs> with regard to his <laughs> quad. So didn't know if you had any uh, inside scoop or insight to that, bud. Yeah, listen, it's it's... It's an injury that seems to be mystifying Odell. Like he can't, he can't figure out why it's not healing. You know, yeah. it's, you know, he played the bad game through it. Uh, he was a little sore, but played through it, and it just seems to have gotten worse. You know, last week obviously he couldn't play, and you figure, okay, this week will be fine, and he's not, and he's going to be iffy for Sunday. Like he said today, it's going to come down to Sunday. But you know, he didn't practice yesterday, he didn't practice today, and. Uh, he's probably going to be limited again tomorrow. It's, you know, he got a scan today to, you know, make sure there's something new that didn't pop up or whatever it might be. And it just seems to be a deep uh, quad bruise, Jerry. That's, that's taking a long time to heal, you know? Um, so, and, I mean, it's very, it's a very strong possibility that Odell, you know, is not going to be playing Sunday. That's crazy, man. And and that, that, yeah. happened, that happened at the end of the Eagle game, right? That's what we think it happened when, yeah. when they illegally tripped him. Yeah, it was a leg whip right into his uh, right into his quad. You know that should have been thought. You know that should have been flagged. Of course, it wasn't. Um, and uh, yeah, that that was the play. No question about it. You know, um, and it's just weird because he listen. It's weird because he played the next week. Nobody was even talking about it. And then you know, and now, and now you know, he just seems to have gotten worse. It's just it's just not healing. You know, it's it's he feels a bit better. He actually told me yesterday he feels a bit better, but it just. It's just, just uh, you know, it's strange, Jerry. It's just, it's a very obviously a very deep dive bruise that's taking a long time. Oh, excuse me, a quad bruise that's taking a long time to heal. So, buddy, uh, getting to the game this Sunday. Uh, obviously, yeah. Giants five and eight, and still mathematically alive. And I will have uh, several TVs going of the other one o'clock games uh, at the same time. And I know all the scenarios of what we need, and we got, we went over it. The other day, and I, one thing I should have mentioned was we also need the Redskins to lose twice as well. But <laughs> I think we're kind of. Not relying on that, but I think that will happen. But anyway, uh, I'm gonna have a lot of a uh, lot of games on at one. Uh, this game Sunday, buddy. Are, are you worried about like um, Earl Campbell running wild, 
or yeah. Billy, Billy White Shoes Johnson, um, you know, catching for 200 against, uh, you know, Mark Haynes and 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 then the, the, the Harry Carson-led giant defense? <laughs> no, but, you know, they do have a big back and the whole nation's they saw, you know, saw what Derrick Henry could do last week. <laughs> I've got, and, and I'm referring to Stephen A. Smith's tweet, by the way. So, oh, <laughs> that's why I did that, Chris. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my so god. For those, yeah, of, for those of you who missed oh, it, go ahead, Chris. Gosh. Explain that. Yeah, it seems Stephen A. <laughs> uh, was talking about the matchup tonight. I'm sorry, Jerry. I didn't catch that right away, <laughs> but so um, you're like, you must Steve... be like, what the hell is wrong with him? No, I just thought you were going back to old Houston Oilers and stuff. I really did. Yeah, okay. That's awesome. <laughs> but um, Stephen A. Smith, I guess he did a little preview of tonight's big game in Kansas City. And he said he was looking forward to the Hunter Henry, <laughs> Derek Johnson matchup, which who's a tight end for the Chargers. Henry's a tight end for the Chargers, who was put on IR in preseason. He hasn't played all year. Yeah. And against Derek Johnson, who was waived by the Chiefs, and he was playing for the Raiders early in the year. He was released by them. <laughs> so he was talking about a guy who hasn't played a snap against another guy who hasn't been, who's not even on a team. It's pretty, it's pretty cool that he does that for a living, right? Uh, yeah, two point. From what I understand, one of our Twitter followers tweeted to us that he makes two point three million to do this. Cool. <laughs> so that's not bad, huh, Jeff? We're, we're, looking, we're looking for like a sponsor. <laughs> He's getting two point yeah. million. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Here's a guy making two point three million to make a buffoon at himself. It's, <laughs> you know, it's kind of. Listen, and then you get people like, well, you know, basketball is a thing. You know, it's not really football. Did I tell you what? Don't be on a sports show and talk about football then. Right, right. Go go on the NBA network then. You I know, mean, all I, you have to do is just Google stats before you have to talk about it. And, I mean, you can just go off of anything. Okay, who's yeah. the leading tackler on the, on the Chiefs? Who's the leading yeah. yardage gainer on the Chargers? Okay, yeah. that matchup I'm looking at. I Jerry, mean, did you? Did you happen to see Teddy Bruschi's face when he oh, said that? Oh, it was priceless. Pro Football Talk now uses Teddy Bruschi's face as their um, avatar now. Oh, really? I didn't even yeah. see that yet. Yeah, okay. they, just, they just put it out there today. So. I did not see that yet. Um, that is classic. Even Max Kellerman was like, oh, my God, Steve, what are you – like, what's coming out of your mouth? It was like, really – Please stop talking. <laughs> I mean, I haven't even looked at it. Has he even – I wonder if he's even tweeted anything. No, yet, but Steven. the Chargers, kudos to them. They tweeted something about uh, Lance Hall. Lance Allworth and guys <laughs> been retired a long time. So, I mean, everybody has like a bad day, but that's just like blatant disregard for the matchup. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's, that's that's a man that's totally unprepared and has no idea what he's talking about. All right. So that's why I brought up Earl Campbell. Sorry. Um, so so what are you looking at this week? But what uh, what's the key matchup that you have? And, and uh, we have, by the way, I think a record number of Twitter questions. We'll try to get to all of them. So this preview is going to be a little quicker than usual. Well, you know, you're looking at an offense, you're looking at a head coach and Mike Vrabel that wants to run the ball. You know, um, they're going to try to run. They're 11th in the league. You know, they got the big horse with Derrick Henry, who really hasn't done much this year, Jerry, except for the, like two games. I mean, obviously the last one was his, you know, coming out party. I mean, he destroyed Jacksonville. Um, so listen, they're going to – the Giants, you know – uh, 20 something against the run. They gave up 100, you know, whatever it's 25 yards, 120 yards a game. So the Titans are going to pound the ball at us, Jerry. You know, there's no question about it. And Mariota is going to do his thing. You know, he's going to try to get outside that pocket. He's going to try to hit some plays on the move. And the Giants are going to have to, like, basically, basically, like last week, Jerry, the way I see it is that you're going to have to stop this run and then let Marcus Mariota 
beat us. You know what I mean? Uh, that's the way I see it. They, listen, they've allowed 43 sacks, yeah. this offensive line, you know? But this is a good squad, Jerry. This is a squad that went 9-7 last year and upset the Chiefs in the playoffs, you know? The big difference I see, Jerry, from last year's Titans to this year, is that last year's offensive line played much better. Didn't give up a lot, you know, a ton of sacks this year. Well, Jake Conklin, their right tackle's out. He's done for the year. Taylor Loons are pretty good, but their offensive line's given up a lot of sacks. So that's the matchup. You got Deion Lewis, the old Patriot, Jerry. He could kill you out of the backfield receiving. Um, but I I believe, Jerry, that you know, if we stop their running game, we'll be in good shape. Yeah, Mariota's um horribly inconsistent, right? He's a, he gets out of the pocket, like you said, he's got some athleticism, but Another another example of a guy chosen second overall, and, and I think and Winston was chosen first in that draft, and, and just more to the um, the argument that you don't have to go quarterback first or second. I mean, those two guys, Winston may not be there in Tampa next year, and Mariota is the best thing you could say about the the kid is he's inconsistent. He's not he's got ability, but I, I've seen him um, the Monday night game a few weeks back where he was or maybe no, I'm sorry, it was one of the primetime games. He had guys wide open, and he's throwing over their heads. So running quarterbacks always give the Giants problems, though. That's that's what I worry about in this one, um, just rolling out and extending plays. Yep. And, you know, third and five where he drops back, and then the rush comes. They rush past him, and then he gets six yards on a scramble. So uh, that's that's where I would uh, I would worry. As far as the offensively on the, for the Giants, looks like Odell probably won't play, which sucks for my fantasy team because – I'm in the playoffs now, and I have to scramble for another wide receiver. Um, but uh, more importantly for the Giants, uh, I thought Eli looked good without Odell last week, and there are those who believe that Eli plays a little more relaxed without him. Uh, I would rather err on the side of having him play because he's so explosive. I don't think there's much truth to the other that other uh, rumor. But he's going to be without him again, and it's going to be interesting to see how he can respond without his number one uh, receiving weapon this week. Yeah, uh, you know this is you know this is a defense that's you know sixth in the league too against the pass. So you know you want to have some impact guys out there. Um, I guess I could understand somewhat. You know maybe I don't know about Eli's more relaxed, but it might be it might be a, a case of Eli feels he has to get the ball more. Obviously, right? To so he's such an impact player. Yeah, though. I shouldn't say more relaxed. I mean, like when Shockey went down in 07, Eli lifted his game, and he still had Burris, but he, he it just seemed like. I don't know. I don't want to start anything, but there are there are those receivers, and I'm I'm sure. Oh yeah, no doubt. Who come to yeah. the, uh, the huddle and say, "I'm open, I'm open, I'm open," and I don't know. Oh, if, uh, I, I would imagine Odell believes he's open every play, and I'm not saying this is the case, but it's just going to be interesting to see what Manning does this week without him again. Uh, that's all. I, I would just like to. Say yeah, yeah, you know, you know, listen, listen. It's it's a very valid point, you know, because Shockey. But I know I'm not going to put Odell in Shockey's no, class because Shockey's very animated. Shockey right. was such a. Just he was such an arrogant, you know, coming jerk. back with right. the hands. He was acting like a jerk at the time. And Eli was a kid at the time. You know, right. he was really young. Yep. So that definitely intimidated yeah, Eli. There was no question. I don't want anybody to get the, the you know, the, the Odell Brigade is going to come after me. I'm not saying, I'm not saying this is no, a thing. No. I'm just interested to see how he plays without him again. That's all. Yeah, but no, Jerry, I mean, you, you definitely have a valid point as far as when you have a dynamic star like Odell, there's definitely a need for him to get the ball and get targeted. I mean, there's no question that Eli feels at every game. No question, you know. Yeah. Um, listen, you don't you don't like to lose impact plays, Jerry. Against this, you know, they're pretty solid defense, Tennessee now. Yep. And you don't like to lose impact plays. Um, last week, you know, we did some things. 
against the Redskins team, but you know, you're gonna you're gonna see the impact of not having you know the Odell nine in there. You know, this week. I was gonna say, and Red um, Ellison's not playing either, right? Red Ellison doesn't look like he's gonna play. No, he was he was out again today. I mean, unless he practices tomorrow, Jerry goes limited, and then he's questionable. But it doesn't look good for Red either. So it's going to be big for Evan Ingram. Uh, it's time to step up, buddy. We've been rooting for you all along. It, it, this could be your week where you shine. And, and he, he has done well with the ball in his hand. But this could be maybe his uh, kind of coming out party um, mm-hmm. for at least this year. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they if they throw any to uh, Scott Simonson, who's been, I think, done more than I thought he would. You know, what, a free agent uh, kid from Jersey. Uh, they seem to like him. So... You know, see how they uh, they respond without Ellison. Ellison's not only good at blocking, but he's also underrated pass catcher and and kind of a security blanket for Manning. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Jerry, this offense we know what it is now. Last five games, it's going to run through you know Saquon. If they shut Saquon down, that's that's when you're going to really see the effect of not having Odell. Um, so listen, if Saquon loosens it up like he did last week, we'll be all right, bud. You know, I I really feel that. Um, if you know, if Tennessee. You know, Tennessee's 17th in the league against the rush, you know, yeah. 115 a game. So if they if they shut down Saquon, then it's, you know, then you could see it being an issue, you know, being a problem, you know. So we'll see. Listen, I, I think Saquon is doing his thing. I think he'll do the same thing. Maybe I'm not saying 180 yards, but I think he'll be fine against the Tennessee rush defense. And we'll take it from there, my friend. All right, buddy. Let's, uh, let's get to the Twitter questions. We're already 12 minutes in, and there's a lot of them, and then we got to get to our picks, so. Um, you can you can take this one first. There's a good one from Lucas C at LM, LMC Disc Dogging. <laughs> Sorry, these names mm-hmm. are awesome. I don't even know mm-hmm. what that means. Is it possible mm-hmm. the Giants take a look at moving Evan Ingram to wide receiver? I know he already mm-hmm. gets snaps in the slot, but seems like he could be a matchup problem on the outside as well with his size slash speed combo. What do you think? No. He's going to be a tight end. And he'll line up in a slot a lot. <laughs> you that that yeah, folks, you know, people got to understand. When you want, if he's in a wide receiver, guess what? He's going against cornerbacks every play. Yeah. You know, different story. When you move him around as a tight end, when he's on a line of scrimmage, you put him in a slot, you get different coverages. All right? So Evan's a big kid. He's a tight end. Uh, that's the way he's going to be for the rest of this season, obviously, and he'll be like that for next year. So I understand people you – know, I understand – the thought of maybe, you know, Ingram being a wide receiver. But, no, he's a tight end, and he'll be lined up as a receiver in certain plays, and Sherman will move him around like everybody has seen in the past. All right, from Vince Buccellato, your uh, your cousin there, at VBook oh, 18. Oh, 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 what is that? <laughs> well, here's a good question. It's directed at you. Uh, after watching it's directed this- at me? Yep, ready? After, yeah. after watching Saquon the last two weeks, does Chris still not blame Shermer for the Eagles' loss? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, um, I'm with you, Vince. <laughs> all right. All right, Vince. Okay, Vince, turn it against me. All right, no problem. Um, nice. Yeah, no, I'm still not going to blame Shermer because of Saquon missing one series. No, uh, I, I'm not. Could he have got? Should he have been in that second series? I never said he shouldn't have been in that second series, but Saquon did get the ball like four or five times out of the eighteen plays in the second half, and he didn't get anything when he did run the ball. So no, I'm not going to totally destroy Sherman over it. Sorry, Vince. All right, uh, here's a good one. <laughs> Reed NYG at Reed NYG. 
Can you put a percentage on how likely it is that Eli is back next year? Also, if he's not, who's your favorite free agent to replace him? Not asking about the draft, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'll, I'll take this one first. Yeah, bud. <laughs> the percentage on him coming back next year? <laughs> the way it looks now? 75%. Wow. <laughs> and if uh, who's my favorite free agent to replace him? Oh, this one's easy for me. I've been waiting for someone to ask this one. Nick Foles. And the reason is not even football related. It's because I'm a five-year-old and I'm petty. And I want the guy from the Eagles who won the Super Bowl because Carson Wentz is not the Super Bowl quarterback. I want to be able to say, hey, Eagle fans, how's that statue doing in front of your stadium of our Super Bowl quarterback? I just, I want that. I want Giant fans would be decorating that statue with Giant jerseys and Giants hats. And I just think it would be wonderful for the, it would be a psychological win for the Giants to take Nick Foles away from the Eagles if we don't go with Manning. Uh, until we find our next quarterback. I think Foles did well under Shermer. He had 27 touchdowns and two interceptions that one year. Shermer was the OC under Chip Kelly. I think Nick Foles would be perfect under Pat Shermer. And aside from that, the pettiness of it, I would love that move. I would relish it. It would be a (laughs) win for us before the season even started. I tell you what, Jerry, after the development of today down in Philly world. Oh, I know. With Carson Wentz now having a fractured vertebrae. Yeah. And from what I understand, he wasn't even told of it. Yeah. Okay. From what I also understand reading today that he's not very happy about what's going on, about, you know, putting his health at risk and even more and everything like that. Now, you know, this is the third year in a row now that Wentz has been injured, Jerry. Yeah. He was injured before his rookie year and he started late. Obviously, last year with the knee and this year – with the vertebrae, um, and he was injured in college a few times. So I tell you what, Jerry, it'd be interesting to see what the Eagles do with Nick Foles now. Lots, um, of, lots of drama down the turnpike, buddy. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of drama because, you know, if you're if you're Howie Roseman right now, you have to say to yourself, hey, how much can we rely on Carson Wentz, man? And do we need a guy like Foles behind him? Should we pay a guy? You know, obviously Foles is probably going to want to get out and be a free agent, but – after today, Jerry, he can, he can void he can void that contract that he has right now. He I think to, he can after this year, right? Yes, yep, right. So, I'm, pay, I'm paying very close attention to that whole yeah. situation. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting to see what happens down there, Jerry. It really is because you know this is the second year in a row now Wentz didn't finish the season. And what if Foles, Jerry? Now what if Foles goes in there like he did last year in L.A. Right? He he had some big throws. They they wound up beating the Rams. What if he does it again now Sunday night and I'm he finishes be strong? Sick if that happens. I mean, what is the eagle? What did the right, Eagles I, do then? So, yeah, next, be interesting. I want to get off this one now. You made me sick. Next question. Oh, sorry, but uh, Mike D, <laughs> like uh, the Beastie Boys, Mike D at MT DNYG. Are Jack Rabbit and Sam Beal the starting corners next year? Uh, Jack Rabbit is probably. Uh, Sam Beal. I mean, they liked him enough to take him in the third round. It's kind of too early to tell, but I would imagine Beal would have a shot at starting. Yeah, you hit him right in the head. Beal's definitely gonna have a chance. I don't know much about him. We'll see when he starts playing, you know, next year. Kid was out all year, so you can't you can't say, oh, he's going to be a starting corner. He could stink for all we know. You know, I mean, I know the Giants think, obviously, get him, you know, thinks a lot of them, but that doesn't mean he could play football. We'll see next, you know, starting next spring and summer. As far as Jackrabbit, listen, I honestly thought that Jackrabbit, at one point in the season, was definitely going to be a cap casualty. Yeah. Now, I'm not so sure about that. You know, he's playing solid football. Sherman loves him. I know it's a big cap hit, but he, he's a guy I don't know what's going to happen with Janoris in the offseason. 
Personally, I want to see the guy stay. He loves it here. He's playing really well. Uh, he's a tough, tough football player. But you know, that's something that, that asked Gettleman. I, I could could not give an answer on that. Uh, Jerry Goldbaum at JN Gold. What odds do you give for trading down uh, to potentially get a quarterback improving draft position? I don't know, man. Uh, Reese never did it, so I haven't uh, I haven't seen it in so long. I don't. I don't. Gettleman, what are the odds? Who knows, man. I, I, if the Giants like a guy enough where they are, they're not going to get cute. If they, if they feel that they're getting great value at the ninth pick or the twelfth pick or the seventh pick, wherever they're picking next year, Gettleman's not going to play around with it like he did this year. He said, "I'm not believing at it. I'm not trading out of two unless somebody offers the world." So, what are the odds? I don't know. Twenty percent, I would say. I, mean, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea either. It's way too early for that. Who knows where they're going to land in the draft? Who knows who's drafting in front of them? Who's looking for a quarterback? Who's not looking for a quarterback? You know. And if, and if Jerry, really Jerry Goldbaum doesn't like that answer, he's already given us the worst rating that we got on uh, on iTunes. He gave us a three. So. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. So, anyway. How come? Uh, what happened? I didn't like the way you kept saying my name, Jerry. He, and you, anyway, this is public oh, knowledge. Is the same guy? Yeah, this is, this is public knowledge. Everybody can read that. So, he liked the content, but didn't like the... Uh, Everybody, that, that, the way you kept saying Jerry, so. Oh, okay, Frank, next question. <laughs> anyway, Sleepy Manny at Manny P 204 I love Sleepy Manny. He's a great supporter of ours. First, I want to say I'm a proud resident of Buffoondom. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Because we do have a chance this Sunday. Here's my question. Just closed my first house. Congratulations, man. Should I put a Giants helmet in the media room as decoration or wait until Eli retires and maybe frame his jersey? Other ideas are welcome. Uh, if, you wait yeah, for, if you wait for Eli to retire, you're probably going to wait another two to three years. <laughs> so I would do all yeah. you can now, Sleepy. Um, I would, uh, you know, err on the side of putting too much giant stuff out there because you can never go wrong with that. Right. Good answer. Thanks, man. Uh, another guy who, who uh, supports us and asks questions almost every week, Tim Coffey at Jug Big T. Whoop, that doesn't sound right. With the formula to defend the Giants clearly becoming stack the box and make Eli beat us, does the offense start to resemble the Plax years? Do you think this O-line can handle that and can Beckham fill the role of a guy that's 6'5"? I have faith that Shep could be Imani Toomer. That's a long question. What do you got, Chris? <laughs> what was the first part of it? The teams are stacking the box? Yeah, it, with the formula to defend the Giants clearly becoming stack the box, basically stop no. Barkley and make and make the, the make Eli beat him. Does the offense, you think, start to resemble the Plax years? Well, nobody's using 
stack the box as long as 13's out there. Yeah. I haven't seen teams, you know, you might see teams creeping up six, seven, and stuff like that at times, but that's not the strategy of opposing teams. You can't. Not with Odell playing. Absolutely not. Even Shep. Shep would kill you, too. Yep. You know. Um, and what was the second part of that, Jerry? I'm sorry. Do you think this O-line can handle that? And can Beckham fill the role of a guy like Plax, who was 6'5"? No, I mean, that's not Odell's game, you know? know, Plax used to bail out Eli a thousand times with high throws, (laughs) you know? Thank God. Um, (laughs) Plax should have been 7'2 sometimes. Yeah, Plax should have had a bonus in his contract how many high, high balls he caught, you know? So... Um, no, nah, I mean, Odell's got his own game. It's not, you know, it's not six, five game, you know, where you go up and get it and all that. That's, that was Plax's thing, you know? So no, no, I mean, Odell's got his own game. Everybody's seen that the last five years. Yep. Uh, from big blue 75 at Bree boy 16 with his abysmal, albeit brief playing time, <laughs> referring to Kyle Aletta. Are we looking at another wasted fourth round pick? Yeah. It's too soon to tell, man. Um, uh, are they high on Loletta? Probably not, and he didn't help himself this past week. And the, the comment from Sherman, the post-game pressure to the media, was like, well, I hope you guys are happy. Um, but I, it, that's too early to say it's a wasted pick. Yeah, it's way too early. That's not fair to Loletta to say, you know, oh, he stinks, he's a wasted fourth-round pick. That's way too early for that. It was pretty funny what Sherman did say that. Uh, yeah. He was he was kind of directing it at some people who, you know, asked him constantly about Loletta, and he was kind of like, okay, you saw him. Okay, you happy now? It wasn't so much. I know a lot of people took that as like he was kind of dissing, you know, Loretta a little bit. But, you know, he was just kind of saying it back at the media a little bit with, okay, you finally, you know, you asked me for the last five weeks. Now you saw him. All right. You happy? (laughs) So, you know, but listen, Loretta's, you know, he wasn't happy with his performance. But, you know, it was was a basic run, run, pass offense, too. And, you know, the game was over. So it's not fair to him, man. It's way too early for that. From Lane Pearson at Lane 11, another supporter of ours. Um, what are your thoughts on Elijah Penny? I think he's looked great, like a good free agent pickup so far. I'll let you take it. Well, Elijah, you know, Eli Penny's pretty interesting because he was a, he was a halfback when he first started. And he put on some weight, became a like a little fullback there who could receive, you know. So I tell you what. You know, he's gotten – at the beginning of the year, he only got a few snaps, and that, that's increased since the bye week. A lot more 12 personnel, you know, a lot more 21. Um, he's got, like, 12 snaps a game now, 14, 12, you know, 13, a whole deal. And he's been a nice pickup, Jerry. Um, I like him because he, he adds the element of receiving out of the backfield. You know, he's not the best blocking, you know, fullback when he's in there in front of Saquon, but he's a nice little player, man. He, and, you know, he, he's turned to – a guy that, you know, Sherman's kind of fond of, man. He likes his toughness, and he likes the things he could do. Like, he can run it, too, a little bit. You know, you could give it to him, and he could receive out of the backfield. So, I like him, Jerry. I don't know how you feel. I think he's a nice little pickup. Nice. No, pleasant surprise, totally. Um, yeah, he has a great name. Yonald Buttcheeks 3. Hmm. <laughs> Buttcheeks. It seems like Gallman spells Saquon every time they get into the red zone lately. Is this intentional? Or just because every time they get into the red zone, it's due to a big play from 26. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case. I mean, if they get no. down there after a 50-yard run, they're just giving him a rest and they're putting Gallman right away. Then they're going to try to get um, Barkley back in. I don't think this is like Barry Sanders' situation where Sanders no. gets him all the way down the field and they put in, uh, I don't know, like touchdown Tommy Vardell and put him in. Or I don't think that, I don't think that's the plan for Shermer. I think if anything, it's just to rest him because he just ran 50 yards. 
Yeah, no, it's it's not a, it's not a thing of Gallman in, in, in you know in the game in a plus zone. Absolutely not. He'll spell him after a big run, <laughs> yeah. you know, and and he'll spell him a series, you know, here and there as he should, you know, you know, the kids can't go twelve series. You got to give him a blow. Um, but no, that's nothing as far as, okay, we're in the red zone, get Goldman in. No, absolutely not. Fernando Martinez at It's the Nando. <laughs> With the offense clicking, will the G-men be looking defense first in the draft? Good question. I always say this, and Chris corrects me. They'll be playing. They'll be looking for best player available along <laughs> along either line. <laughs> so whether they believe that's a right tackle or um, I don't think they'd go center first. But I – Left tackle, right tackle, maybe, um, and and I'm not saying move Solder over, but the right tackle position in the offensive line is one they probably look to upgrade. And then defensive, I mean, they're going to look for the the best player available on the line, whether it's a pass rusher, uh, uh, the kid like um, Oliver from Houston. So yeah, I I think they'll go best player available, pass rush uh, or offensive line. That's my my take. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about it, Jerry. Any question about it. He's going to uh, right. get a, bring in a hog molly. He's going to bring in a hog molly. Uh, <laughs> Big Dave, you know, he's going to bring on, on either side of the ball. Yep. From Rishab, hoping I'm pronouncing that right, Jane, at Rishab and Jane. Should the Giants pick up the fifth-year optional on Ingram? I love the guy and the energy he brings to the game. Why do so many Giant fans find someone to hate every season? Love the podcast. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, it just seems like he's easier guy to pick on because early on he dropped some passes, but he's a good kid. Did they pick up the fifth-year option? It's way too early to tell. Uh, he's going to be a Giant next year. Uh, he may not uh, – like Chris addressed this a couple – like uh, I think the, maybe the last podcast, the one before. Maybe he doesn't get a new contract, but – um, they're not going to get rid of him uh, anytime soon, and it's a little too early to see if they'll pick up that fifth-year option. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Next year's his third year. There's no, there's no reason to even look at that yet. Yeah. You know, you have to you wait till his fourth year, and then Giants to decide. You know, we'll see what kind of year he has next year. You know, if he's dropping balls, <laughs> you know, if he's dropping balls, not really doing much out there. You know, then you can see Gettleman not picking up. It's not Gettleman's draft pick. You know. Yep. Um. So, but it's way too early to talk about picking up his fifth-year option. Here's a good one from Mike Kaluch at M. Kaluch. Uh, looking towards the draft and free agency, will they think of using a draft pick to reinforce their pass rush to get someone like Trey Flowers or Frank, Frank Clark? Yeah. Or maybe improve their linebacking core with D. Ford or Clowney? Or with the cap increase, consider signing one? It's a good question because it's all about – what are they going to do in free agency? I think it's it's going to be a, a, a two-pronged approach, um, like kind of like it was this year, except going to have to have some better success in free agency last year. Although free agency looks better and better as the season goes along. Solder was good. Um, Mike Thomas was good. Jamon Brown was good. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a combination of the two. It's going to be – and they're going to – like you said, Chris, they're going to, they're going to bulk up up front. Chris, I want, mm. to, I want to ask this one of you. Texas Wine Lover at TX Wine Lover. As a beat writer, is it easier mm-hmm. to find things to write about when the team is winning or losing? When the team is winning or losing? Yeah. Oh, winning, without question. Uh, folks, it's a different locker room. It's a different building Yeah. Uh, when the Giants are losing compared to when they're winning. I mean, this five-game streak, Jerry, uh, obviously, except for the Eagle game, that was real disappointment. But, the, you know, the last month-plus – um, it's so man, it's so much of a different atmosphere around the building, man. It's it's a different feeling, everything. So it's easier to write. It's easier to cover the players. 
um, when they are winning. Uh, it's, it's not even a question. Uh, I yeah. tell you what, yeah. to, to people who think that plays don't care, and uh, listen, we all do this. Uh, they all do this, you know. For the, you know, obviously the paychecks are great and all that, but if if anybody thinks that these guys, you know, they lose a game and they could give two craps less or whatever and this and that, I'm just telling you, you know, this is their profession, and when you're losing. They take it to heart, a lot of them. Most of them, they take it to heart, man. Yeah, the money's nice and all that, but it's a different different building, man, after a loss compared to a win, my friend. Um, we're already a half hour in. we still got to do our picks. Let's do a couple more. Um, mm-hmm. From uh, Bijit the Patel. The Patel, <laughs> I always mess his name up. The Patel S-U-S-A. Do we keep OV and Jack Rabbit or move them for cap space and young blood? I think they're both coming back. I don't know about you. I I, I don't know. We talked about, you know, Jack Rabbit, you know, a little while ago. Um, I would bring him back, but he's a big cap hit. I don't know. Um I, to me he's playing he's still playing, you know, at a top at a high level. OV listen, when he's healthy, he gets things, you know, he could be a very solid player. But I got to be honest with you, Jerry. I don't know what Gettleman's thinking there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I really don't. I cannot give you an answer on that. Two more. Um, very early for this. Saquon, Rookie of the Year, Barkley <clears throat> at burner account. Do we? <laughs> do, we, <laughs> do, we do we resign Corey Coleman this offseason? Way too soon to tell. I have no idea. Um. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, you know, Corey's shown some things. You know, he, he had a bad drop that one game. But a nice little reception last week. He had, a, you know, he had a couple of catches. He's he's returning kickoffs well. He's working hard. The Giants like him. Yep. Um. So, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do with that. You know, I really don't. One more, Frankie the Tank at RomoCop seventy four. He's got two mm. questions. He loves Shermer, but rumor had it that McAdoo liked Mahomes. What if the Giants traded up and got Mahomes, but that meant we still had McAdoo as a head coach? <laughs> and two, why isn't Avery Moss getting some play? He's on the practice squad. Why not move him up? So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take the first one. Uh, I don't even think Patrick Mahomes could help McAdoo. I think if Patrick Mahomes was on the Giants <laughs> with McAdoo, he would look like Dave Brown. And you can answer the uh, the Avery Moss one, Chris. Well, with Avery, it's just, you know, it's just a numbers game. You know, there's just guys ahead of him. They're not going to put him on the active roster. Uh, you know, this you got the Connor Ball and you got, you know, Kareem was playing well, Martin, and then you got the kid Carter. You know, you got OV's back. You know, so, so I, you know, there's really no place – for Avery right now, you know, so yeah. he's just, to me, he's just caught up, you know, behind, you know, with the numbers right now. All right, buddy. 31 minutes in, let's go kind of quickly because a couple times we made this podcast too long and I had to, I had to shrink it and make the sound quality <laughs> sound like crap. So, uh, but guys, seriously, all the Twitter followers, thanks for the questions. They're awesome. And I apologize for any ones we didn't get to. I basically went in order of how you sent them in. So it's kind of like a first come first serve, unless they're ridiculous. Like somebody asked me today, um, what gives you the right? Now, I know where that that's from the office. You're going to have to go up a little earlier than that to, to try to get me with a, a, a pop culture reference because I usually know what them the all. Hell, what the hell does that even mean? It's, a, it's an episode from The Office. It's uh, uh, Michael when he grilled Toby when he Toby left. It's I know where he was going with it. So, oh, okay. But anyway, uh, those, oh, get, oh. those get skipped, except I just said it now. So anyway, uh, gotcha. tonight, 820, Chargers at Chiefs. Chiefs, bud. Yeah, I, mean, I like the Chiefs then home. Um gonna be a sloppy game too supposedly right supposed to be raining a little bit i don't i don't know if the charges got their running backs i don't know if gordon's playing it's game time i'm gonna go with the chiefs at home saturday for me too saturday 4 30 texans at mm. jets mm. i like listen this is the texans need this game bad jets yeah. are done 
I'm going to go with the Texans in a close one. I think it's going to be close too. I wouldn't shock me if the Jets somehow win, but yeah, I'm going to go. With, I'm going to go with the Texans as well. Uh, Saturday, eight twenty, Browns at Broncos. I'm going to go with Baker Mayfield yeah. going into Denver, knocking them off. Changing the culture there. He definitely is that. Uh, that handoff, that slick handoff he did last week was unbelievable. You and I talked about it, man. We loved him. It's just a matter of can he keep his head on straight. Uh, I'm going to go with yeah. the Browns as well. Sunday, 1 o'clock, and this is where uh, all the TVs start turning on in my house, and I run from room to room. Cardinals at Falcons. Cardinals uh, Falcons at home. Yeah, me too. I don't think it's going to be that close. 1 o'clock, Raiders-Bengals. Uh, Raiders won their game in a month. I'll go with Cincinnati. Yeah, I agree. I don't like either team, but I'll just go with the Bengals because they're home. Yeah. Here's one. Go Dolphins. 1 o'clock, Dolphins at Vikings. Oh, the Vikings are a total mess, man. I know, they, I love yeah, it. Yeah, Filippo, who in his own world thought he was going to be a head coach next year. Now you hear reports coming out of Philly that Peterson doesn't even want him back because he's because he rubbed people the wrong way down here. Yeah, Zimmick gets rid of him last week. Yeah. Um, I don't like their offense, what they're doing. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to go with the Vikings at home, Jerry. Oh, all right, I'll do it. The first step to the giant playoff march begins at that oh, okay. game. Right. Dolphins over Falcons. Dolphins over Vikings. Right. Cowboys at Colts. I'll tell you what, I'm going to go with the Colts in this one. I think the Cowboys are coming off real, two real emotional wins. Yep. I like, I like Angel. I like the way the Colts are playing. Yep. Out there, I'm going to go with the Colts. And the Colts, the Colts are going to feel really good after this game, and then hopefully lose next week. But I'm going to go with the Colts as well. I think that took a lot out of the Cowboys. That's a big uh, win for them over the Eagles. Uh, Buccaneers at Ravens. Uh, the Ravens, you know, they need this game bad. Bucks are done. I'll go with Baltimore at home. Yeah, me too. I don't think it'll be close. Lions at Bills. Uh, I like Buffalo uh, up there. In, uh, that game's a Buffalo. Uh, Bills, right, Joe? Yeah, yeah, that game's a Buffalo. Yeah, I'm going to go with Buffalo at home. I'm going to go with the Lions just to change it up a bit. I, I The Bills, they they lost to the Jets last week at home. I can't trust them to do anything right. Um, one o'clock, good game. And another one we have rooting interest with. Packers at Bears. I'm going to go with the Bears at home. Me too, and we will be two for two in games we need. I mean, you see what the Bears did to that Rams offense last week? Yep, Bears over, and we beat yeah. the Bears. Hmm, that's interesting. Bears yeah. over Packers. Uh, Redskins at Jags. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, since Tom Coughlin took his team out bowling last night, I'm going to go with Jacksonville at home. Yeah, me too. And again, number three, game goes our way, 1 o'clock. Uh, Seahawks at 49ers, 4. Seattle. Yeah, me too. I like Seattle. Yeah, I like Same them. Uh, I love Russell I, Wilson, even though that throw the other night was the worst throw I've ever I, seen him make. Hey, Jerry, just quickly, I, I just love the way Seattle just lines it up and just runs it right at you all game. It's yep, great. Yep. I like Seattle. Yeah, me too. Patriots at Steelers. Steelers are playing for their, their, their lives right now. Yeah, and New England's coming off an embarrassing loss. Um, I'm not going against New England two weeks in a row. I'm sorry. New England owns Pittsburgh, too. I'm going to stick with the Pats. Me too. I'm going to go Patriots. 8 o'clock Sunday night, feathered mm. helmet unit at Rams. Yeah, can Nick Foles do it again in L.A.? I don't think he will this time. It's a different Eagle team. And um, it's just a different Ram team. The Rams are going to be mad, baby. Yeah, and, and now they get the playing weather that's, you know, warming and, you know, that's not it's 70 degrees again, which, you know, last week they actually looked cold out oh, there. Golf so like gonna... you, you want to be out there. Yeah, yeah. Even Gurley looked like he was cold. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Rams at home. And that will be the fourth game that goes our way. Uh, Monday night, Saints at Panthers. Oh, Drew Brees. It's going to be nice weather, right? As long as Carolina. it's nice weather. 
And that will be game number, what was that, game number five that goes our way? To, is that five? Yeah. I lose. I lost track. Every game is going our way this weekend. And the most important one, one the o'clock. The Miami game scares me. The Miami Titan, game scares me. There, me too, yeah. but I think the other ones will go our way. Titans at G-Men. I'm going first? Yep. Um. Okay. I'm gonna go with the Giants on a on a last second field goal by Rosas. What's the score? Nineteen sixteen. That's so funny. I was gonna say seventeen fourteen G men. And I think what do you think? Th- I think it's gonna be seventeen fourteen Giants. And I don't know if it's gonna be a last second field goal. It might be a late stop, but I mm-hmm. think the Giants will win. I think I'm praying every game goes our way. I know it's a little unlikely, but when you look at the schedule. The biggest question mark is Dolphins-Vikings. So that's going to be the one where if all this goes our way and we win, we are more than alive. I think I'm and hoping, guess, yeah. And guess who's moving into Buffundum? Jerry Foley. Hey. Oh, you are? Yeah. Remember I told you, I said, remember you were like asking me, your friends are asking me, oh, right. come on, you know, come come aboard, you know, come move into Buffundumville. And I said, well, Jerry, give me. It's Buffundum or Buffundumville. <laughs> Buffundumville. You know, the land of Buffundumville. And I said, remember you were asking me, and I said, Jerry, if they beat the Titans and things go our way, now I'll start moving into Buffundum. I'll start believing. Remember? Yep. So if that all happens Sunday, buddy, I will pack my bags and move in to Buffundum, the last uh, Buffundumville, the last two weeks. Well, there's a vacancy, and I look forward to it, my friend. Um <laughs> Oh, what do you got? Giants 17 oh, Giants 17-14, yeah. So, uh, real quick, the, somebody asked about the, the, the shirts being made. Uh, I'm just between two people figuring out uh, which one we're going to go with, and then we'll get it made, and then I'll put them out on, uh, on the Twitter account when, uh, when they're ready. So, anyway, Chris, well, Chris uh, tremendous job again, buddy. Thanks so thank much. You. And, uh, thank you. everyone, too, thank you. And, everybody, be sure to order your copy of the Giant Insider newspaper. Go to www.giantinsider.com. Dot com or visit magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R.com. Yearly subscriptions are $39.95 for paper copies, and the digital version is only $17 for a yearly subscription. The next podcast will be at 8 p.m. Monday night, December the 17th, when we review the Titans game, hopefully the Giants win, and name our buffoons of the week. Oh, and, uh, Steve... I already got my buffoon. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to say that. You're supposed to tease it. But, yeah, he's definitely a contender. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, thank you everyone for listening to the Giant Insider Podcast. I'm Jerry Foley. He's Chris Bizignano. And remember, guys, Sundays are giant days, and we are alive and kicking. <laughs> Take care, everybody. All right, man. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park
This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.